Here we go, everybody. We're off for another episode of Pick and Roll. This is the show you get every single weekday on the Board NBA YouTube channel and Twitter account, which are, of course, the NBA content divisions of the Hammer Betting Network. Visit thehammer.bet for all of your sports betting needs. But on this show, we go through NBA discussion. We go through, of course, NBA picks and bets. And so far this season, we have had, uh, well, Pips has had a great degree of success Overall, the selections will go to the recap right away for another winning day yesterday. And the season on a whole, as a whole, has been excellent. It was a rough start, to say the least, for the show. It was a bad first week. But since then, I mean, people who have been tailing the show have been profitable. We track all of our, all the plays are tracked publicly on the BetStamp app. I'll show you how easy it is to find those plays. And then we can see what the record has been on the season. So when you go to BetStamp.app in your browser or the BetStamp app in your phone, go to the side panel here. Find find betters on your phone. It will be marketplace. Go to this page in the search bar. Type pick and roll. You'll see the show page. Go over here. Click on history. You see all the wages here. So recap from yesterday. Two picks win. The one that did lose was unfortunately a one and a half unit play, but still some great numbers overall. 34 and 24 record on the season plus five units, 8.1% ROI, return on investment, which is great to see. Excellent numbers. Uh, CLV, unfortunately, Betstamp does not have good CLV tracking for the player props just yet, so it's not reflecting that. Typically, your pips, you're getting very good You're getting very good numbers on those player props. So, uh, so far, the season whole, I'm sure you're quite happy with this. Yeah, I'm, it, it's it's... It came around last three weeks, so of course I'm happy. But yeah, I need we need to just keep it up. I think this is realistic to for the entire for the rest of the season. Yeah, very good pace here. And again, it's you know I, I will say like it's impressive. Like I'm not putting you down. I'm just saying like like it's not the largest sample size, but it's a very good very good progress. And even when the picks were losing to start, we were acknowledging that we were getting good closing line value. We were getting good numbers, and it would start to come around, and you're absolutely seeing that here with the public track, and you can, of course, get on BetStamp. And you can follow us over there, as uh, 56 of you, uh, including me, have already done on their page here. So recapping yesterday's plays, uh, let's go first of all to the the one single unit play, which was Lillard over two and a half three-pointers. That was paired with Rudy Gobert over 13.5 points. Uh, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, Dame Lillard scored 11 threes. So, so he went over. <laughs> yeah, he went over like almost four times. Which yeah, it was like amazing. And Rudy Gobert, it was a blowout win for the Portland. And Rudy Gobert scores 16 in a blowout. So, a pretty easy win. I think this cleared in the third quarter. So, always nice good to one. yeah, always good to see something like that go into the first of the one and a half unit plays that did win. It was Kevin Durant over. 24 and a half points. It was Kyle Kuzma over 19 and a half points. Kuzma been playing really well. And Durant covers kind of comfortably. Kuzma not comfortably, but they both do cover as the Nets win this game. Uh, just any thoughts on this one? Yeah, everything went as expected, but I didn't expect expect Kuzma to miss four straight free throws. Yeah, that was like, it was close only because of he missed uh, every free throw. Yeah. So, and, and then it, the final play here early early into the fourth so no sweat there either so good stuff from both those the final play this was a weird one this was an a remarkably low scoring game 
It finished 87-82, more like a scoreline you'd see in 2003 rather than 2022. Buddy Heald covers the three-point line late in the game. Tyrese Halliburton, to be honest, like never really looked like he was going to get to this line here. It was a very, very strange yeah. game for him. Just pulling it up now. Uh, he finished on six assists. What kind of change for Halliburton in this game? Yeah, so they knew they will like hedge his his screens. So they kind of went to playing him more off the ball. So he was playing like Nemhard was on the ball mm-hmm. most of the time. And yeah, that's that didn't go well, especially with they were both teams were struggling to score. So this was one of the lowest paced games of the season. And it was the lowest scoring game of the season and probably out of the last three seasons, too, if you go to deep down. But, like, a very weird game. And, yeah. And actually, I saw some... Uh, I had two assists that didn't count for, for Halliburton that I was seeing when I watched the game. But, obviously, even with, with those two, he will still be under the line. So, yeah. So, but unfortunately, there was a one-and-a-half unit play that did lose. The other one-and-a-half unit play did win. And the single unit play did win. So profitable day overall. And like we said, on the season, it's been some very good numbers so far. So um, anybody interested in following us on BetStamp there, same picks as you get on the show if you ever just want to get a proper recap, even though we do recap after every show as well. So what I'm saying is let's hope we can keep everything going here. Like we always say in the show, it's great to look at the numbers from before, but it's all about what is coming up next. We'll get to those picks in just a second here. We are going to go through a little bit of discussion as we like to do on this show. And the big topic on my mind here is the Clippers, first of all, but as well as the Boston Celtics. They played against each other yesterday. Clippers, really impressive win here. Kawhi Leonard himself actually played an NBA game yesterday, and he was outstanding as the Clippers blew out the Boston Celtics, who we've called such an NBA superpower. Um, Clippers, my just kind of want to touch on them. Obviously, the roster is there to win an NBA championship, but do you think like the team dynamic, the, with players missing games through injuries constantly, load management, does this team have what it takes to lift the Larry O'Brien trophy? I actually think this team could be better in the playoffs than it is in the regular season because, like, in the regular season, they are just taking turns. Like, there's no offensive scheme. There are no set plays. They, 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 they most of the time just go to some isolation stuff. And that actually works better in, in, in the in the postseason. In having healthy uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard coming into the postseason and them, like yesterday, you could just put three players on the Kawhi Leonard that he will still score. Like, he, he, he did had an amazing game. And yeah, I think when we get to the when when the when it matters, they could be a scary team. But I just don't see for now. I don't see their offense being any good. I think it's a fair fair statement for the Clippers. I understand like they can be better in the playoffs, but like it's been a few years now. We're like, okay, once once they get to the playoffs, that that's when this team is really going to turn it on. But. I think the regular season has more importance than people suggest because you have like like the Warriors who have consistently been one of the top seeds who have found constant success in the playoffs. The Bucks always a threat in the playoffs. They're always right at the top of the conference. Like like it's very, very difficult for these teams to to overcome maybe not the best regular season, just all of a sudden turn it off, uh turn it on in the playoffs rather. So does does that concern you at all about this Clippers team? Yeah, no they 
haven't uh, like we are a quarter into the season and they haven't built any chemistry so far. Like they will just yeah. have John Wall just going straight to the bucket, not <laughs> passing the ball, then Kawhi, then Paul George. Like no, I don't see a cohesion there. So yeah, that's probably a concern. And I don't know from the next couple of months, do we even see more of them playing together? That's always yeah. a concern with them, and it's questionable. So a lot of seasons to go for them to make that up. It's just something I wanted to discuss here. Another part of this story is the Boston Celtics lose this one. They've lost two games in a row, which seems incon- inconceivable for how well this team has been playing. I don't imagine there needs to be like you know any panic here, but is that concerning at all to you about this Celtics team? I mean, it was a weird game, like... The, the, the every shot they made, they shot it was like way short, like it will just graze the rim, like it was amazing. And then they even like the free throws, they had like 60% on, on the free throw line. Like Jalen Brown missed five out of the four. On I mean, it was unbelievable. He, he started the game zero from from five, from three, and all three was, were wide open. So it's just a, a weird game. And the good news is uh, Robert Williams is questionable for tonight's game. So, yeah, if he gets back, Horford gets back. I mean, they missed, they were missing all Horford in this game, and he's huge connector on the offense and the best protector on the team. So it's huge. So yeah. I think they get healthy. I mean, <laughs> they are just too good. <laughs> it's just I- like... A weird shooting night. I, I think that's, yeah, chalk it up to a bit of an off night here. Even the best can lose some games here. Nothing to overly be panicked about for Boston. Rob Williams is coming back. We've spoken very highly of this team, I think, for quite good reason over the course of the season. So with that, we will now transition into the next segment. Of course, we're going back to the Thrive Fantasy segment. We want to re-remind you guys about Thrive Fantasy. We want you guys to get involved with their player prop contest. It's super easy to get started with Thrive Fantasy, and it is, of course, super easy to get involved with those player prop contests. Even easier if you guys get started, you'll need $20 to get to actually play in the contest, but with Code Hammer, an exclusive code we have for you on the Pick and Roll Show, you can sign up with Code Hammer for an instant 100% deposit match up to $250. To enter, go to their player prop contest lobby, find the $20 NBA Tuesday with $2,500 in prizes available. 20 players on the list, pick 10 of the players, you're assigned points for the over or under on the player prop that is given. Rack up the most points, you can end up with $750 from the contest for first prize. But doesn't stop there. You don't need to finish first to get profitable amounts of money on this contest. So sign up with Code Hammer once again for that deposit match. Get started with Thrive Fantasy. It doesn't just stop with the NBA. There's over $200,000 in excuse me, $200,000 in guaranteed profits every single week. So let's ask Pips, help you guys out. Any looks on this contest that you have seen that you would think is good to play? So I have two. This is a bit tough one with great lines. Lines are set great and too much rebounds and blocks. And yeah, for, for now. But I did do have two that I like. And the first one is Draymond Green over 11.5 rebounds and assists. And or more or over on this line mm-hmm. and the second one is Jalen Green over 20 and a half 
He's been playing points. well. Yeah, I I spoke on the stream last time about him at home and away. 19 points on average away and 25 points average on, at home. So they are playing at home against the Phoenix Suns without Devin Booker. So I, I like Jalen Green here. So I like both these picks. Those are two of the 10 that you need to make. Find eight more rack up points. Get in line for part of that prize. Remember to sign up with Code Hammer for that instant deposit match. Easiest way to get started with Thrive Fantasy. We're going to move now into, just before we actually, before we get into the official pick segment, uh, we have to acknowledge that is a, it is a big day for Croatia. Today they are playing in the World Cup semifinals. Uh, fortunately, it does not conflict with the show like it has done in previous matches. They're playing against Lionel Messi's Argentina Pips. You're obviously going to be watching. What is your confidence level going into that 2 p.m. Eastern time kickoff? Yeah, I think we are in good spot here. Like, uh, I, I actually didn't even check. I'll just check the what are those for Croatia uh, to win. I, I didn't even have time. To advance, <laughs> to Croatia around plus 200 to advance. Argentina's minus 250. So, way better than it was against the Brazil, which is interesting. And I, I think we still have some positive values here. I think we are like... 60-40, I will say, for Argentina. But I would say 50-50, but they have Lionel Messi. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's huge. But I think I love our chances. I think Brazil is actually a better better side mm-hmm. and difficult to play. And, yeah, it, was, it, it will be difficult because they are, like, they are not playing like a bunch of stars. They have a good mix of hard-working guys who will run and cover for Messi lack of it and yeah i think i think we showed that uh we are like doubling the best players uh providing support uh double covers and yeah i think i think we can do if we can stop you know messi stop you know messi yes. i think we'll be good makes sense uh you don't know this but uh, i live in canada but i live in a city in canada which has a very large population of croatian people and I can tell you from living here that Croatians are extremely proud. You don't need me to tell you that. Yeah. They're extremely proud. And the team really embodies uh, the passion that the fans bring. And the unity uh, with the team really represents uh, the people well, I think. So you're in the yeah. semifinal. They've been here before. So anything can happen at that point. Argentina are obviously favored. But we'll see if Croatia can just get that gritty result and get to the final. So uh, looking forward to that match later on. But uh, we've made you wait enough. We're going to transition now into the official pick segment of the show. One straight play, one same game parlay for you guys. First play involves an MVP candidate. There's so many MVP candidates at this point in the season, but one we have not spoken about is Joel Embiid really kicking it into another gear right now, and you like his over for today. Yeah, I like Joel Embiid over 31.5 points, which is a minus 115 at BetMGM. And if we take a look at the the, the Embiid numbers in December, December is like 41.3 points on average. And going over this line in all four games, and in the last three, when James Harden returned, he had 39, 38, 38, and 53. And I actually think James Harden, James Harden coming back uh, helps Joel Embiid. It opened, I mean, like I will always like more for Embiid, like playing with James Harden 
without Tyrese Maxi, then playing a game without James Harden and without Tyrese Maxi. So uh, I, I actually watched some game. I think watched three, two out of these three, and pick and roll with James Harden. Like he's the one of the best pocket passers in the league. And if you drop against the beat, he will just catch the ball, shoot wide open mid range, or just drive in and get fouled and. I don't think this Sacramento defense is quite capable of stopping it. They are actually uh, leaving a, a lot of space in the middle. They are allowing second least uh, three pointers, so they are like spread out and leaving Sabonis in the middle and opening wide open mid range shots. And yeah, that's. I think this matchup is very suitable for for Embiid. And actually. I think Sabonis will get into the foul trouble, and when he's out, there is no body, like no one to match his size. And yeah, with Harden looking to pass more than to score, I think we are down to have amazing game from Joel Embiid. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing a lot of this number changing every uh, changing elsewhere. The number is moving off of the 31 and a half uh, in some places. Uh, other places, you're seeing different prices on that 31 here. So. Um, there's a comment saying not available in MGM. Uh, if you have access to some other sports books, like just going to try to shop around here. What would, so it, let's say it did move to 32 and a half. Would you feel comfortable playing this at a, a lower odds? So like if you get like a minus 104, which I'm seeing, is that something you consider playable? No. <laughs> no. And you, the reason for this is like unbelievable, but. Uh, Joel Embiid scored, I think, like in 10% of the games, exactly 32 points. So he's like scoring, like he's, I don't know how to say it in English, but he's like standard deviation of of the of the, of the points. is like 29 to 32 is like 25 to 30% of the time. So one point here is not like 5% or 3%. It's like 7 to 8%. And yeah, getting minus 100, 104 here doesn't do well, do well. I mean, I will take, I mean, I will take even minus 125 at 31 and a half. Okay, so I'm seeing in the chat here, uh, you still can't find the 31 and a half available at some places there, but the pick is Joel Embiid over 31 and a half points. So let's move into the second play on the boards, Pelicans at the Jazz. This is a same game parlay. Another guy, honestly, who could be in an MVP conversation. Uh, you like two of his plays on this one. Let's see the second one. Yeah, I mean, before the show, uh, he opened at 24, 26 and a half, and I like that. And then he moved to 27 and a half, and I was, okay, I like that. But then he got juiced at 27 and a half. So I just decided the best thing is to go with combination of his points mm-hmm. and other rebounds because... Utah Jazz is poor rebounding team, and they allow a ton of offensive rebounds. I think second most in the or third most in the league offensive rebounds. And with Zion, like I think he can cover this line easily. And he also uh, he actually covered this line in six straight games, and everything came pretty easily. There is no Brandon Ingram. He started playing huge minutes, like he played like 35 to 36 uh, minutes a night. He scored, he cleared this line. I mean, like, he had 33 points and 10 rebounds against Toronto Raptors. Well, just throwing everyone at him, and he yeah. still covered this, both lines pretty easily. 
And then he had 35 back-to-back points to the Phoenix Suns. Who, who I was watching these games. They were defending him amazing. Like, the defense in Zion Williams was, like, mind-blowing. Like, top level. And he still, you know, look at the score and he still had 35 points. And he, he came to that level. And one of the reasons for that is they are playing him more as a ball handler. And that yeah. just opened up so much for him. And, you know, like I talk about a lot of about ball handlers against Utah Jazz. And he, he now gets the point guard role there instead of power forward, which they defend very well. And when he is on the ball against the drop coverage, he'll just annihilate everyone in front of him. And yeah. Utah Jazz are allowing the most points from the paint and just a, a very a great matchup for, for, for Zion here. So if you didn't hear that, Zion Williamson, this is the first play. We have the same game parlay with him over 24.5 points and over 5.5 rebounds. That's minus 114 at FanDuel. Good look on that play, getting a good number when you pair it up with the rebounds. And then the other one, Joel Embiid over 31.5 points. That is in the Kings game against the Sixers. So those are your two plays for today. Hoping for another good day here. It's been a good week and a little bit on the show, but it's all about the next Two great plays, hopefully, to keep that going. Pip is going to be enjoying the Croatia game a little bit later, so uh, we'll, we'll wish him a little bit of luck over there. Anybody on Croatian money, good luck to those people as well. It's just a big day. I love the World Cup, so uh, great opportunities for, for some great action. Overall, guys, you can check out this show every weekday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time on the Board NBA YouTube channel and on the Twitter account. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and you follow us on Twitter for all of the updates regarding the show. This is the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. Check out thehammer.bet. Just type in your browser, thehammer.bet, for more sports betting content around the sporting world for more sports betting content. I'm involved with some. Some other great creators are involved with other content around the network. So a great place to be if you want more picks and bets. But we hope to see you guys tomorrow for more sports betting content here for basketball, NBA, and uh, let's go cash some winners tonight. Thank you, everybody. 